Welcome back to Hockey Prospect Radio. Here's Shane Malloy and Brad Allen. It's our 2024 World Junior Championship Prospect Review, powered by Huddle Analysis, offering the largest data and video library of players, teams, and leagues worldwide. We're going to talk about some goalies in this tournament. So this is Brad's favorite time. Talk about some goalies in this tournament. I know we did obviously mention one already in Coco, but let's talk about Adam Gage right off the top. And I thought he did everything he could possibly do to give Slovakia a chance to win in this tournament. And it's unfortunate because, I mean, I thought, you know, in four games he played, he played well enough for them to win every game. You know, he's three and one. You know, he only lost the one game and he had a shutout. Um, it's just unfortunate the way it went in that quarterfinal against Finland. Um, and I know it was a crusher for him because I thought he had enough to like cause an upset and get a medal for Slovakia. Yeah, well, he, I mean, he was the, the first goalie taken off the board last last class. So there's a lot to live up to in terms of expectation. And he did that. He was extremely consistent for the most part. There was times where I was like, oh, you know, he's under siege and he's he's melting a little bit. But, I mean, one of the reasons he was drafted as high as he was is because of his performance here last year. That put him on the map. I, I remember yeah. uh, talking to uh, to Mark Edwards. I said, uh, so uh, I've already found something here. And he was like, oh, what is it? And I was like, an overager Slovakian goalie. He goes, okay, that doesn't matter. I was like, oh, no, it matters. And it turned out to be Mark Edwards' goalie of that class. Uh, certainly one of mine. So the, the thing with Diane is that, if you break down all the goals he led, goals he led in last year, uh, there was one common theme, and that most of them were high blocker with a winger who was streaking down on his uh, on his proper wing yeah. and looking for the far side shooting placement. So there has been some modifications there to try to adjust for that, and he's cutting down angles a little differently to adjust for it too. And so that was one of the first things I was I was looking for because I haven't had an opportunity to see him yet until this tournament. Um, so that that's that was interesting to watch. Uh, incredible competitive battler, unbelievably athletic, as, as I'm sure all of you who watch know. Uh, you know, it's it's one of those situations where his consistency rates were maybe a little questionable because he didn't play the whole time in the USHL last year. And, uh, you know, you, you want to see you want to see a goalie of this age really dominate junior hockey. You really do. If, if they're going to play in the NHL, that is certainly what you want to see, unless the goalie's super raw in like 6-6-6-7. Six, 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 uh, and in Guy Ann's case, I think he's done really well in terms of just his consistency rate. His first reads have improved. Uh, there were times where he'd be way too reliant last year on his athleticism and enter a full split, a lateral full split when he didn't need to. You can already see that that's been taken out of his game or dialed down enough out of his game. Um, so th- those are the big things I was looking for, and I was I was pleasantly surprised for the most part. I still find him a little awkward here and there mechanically at times, and I, I still think he's trying to get comfortable with some of the things they're modifying within this game. Dan and Co. there in Chicago are trying to modify, uh, but he looks he looked very good. I was very impressed with. Him. Yeah, look, and he's going to go play in University of Minnesota Duluth. Probably going to be there three years. And I think that would be great for him. Play a ton of games, um, really competitive environment, excellent coaching, and. Because there's no no point of rushing a goaltender from that standpoint. So I like I thought he acquitted himself um, really well and um, really deserved an opportunity to get a medal, but didn't happen. Um, but you know, promising young goaltender. Uh, let's talk about Michael Horabel, uh for Chechia, and I know he's a guy that you know you were really intrigued with as well, and he's at UMass coming to this tournament. And you know, you look at his numbers, and he looks like an '80s goaltender. 
Like you look at the numbers and like, oh my God, did he play in 1985 when they were scoring, you know, six, five games on a regular basis. But at the end of the day, when it mattered, he would, he made the clutch save. He just kept his team in long enough for them to get another goal. Right. It was almost the grand fear thing where don't worry guys, they're just, they're not going to get, they're not going to get five. They may get four goals on me, but they're not going to get five. Just get me five goals and I'll shut the door. And that's what I thought he did because he was like, the glove hand was like, oh my God, was a mess. Um, and you could see it. I just like so many times I went, oh, like how could you let that in? Um, but he just battled and found a way and got them, got him a, a bronze medal. So, you know, end of the day, it's the results. Now it, I don't like how he got there in some cases, but there's things, things that had to be, had to be cleaned up, but. End of the day, man, what's the number one thing? You got to win games. And he won games. He won the games that matter. That's a good way of saying it. Yeah. Riley, what's funny, you, you you mentioned the throwback element to him. When he was in Sparta's system when he was 16, he he played like you said, he's goalie at the time. He's very raw. Very raw. Right? Uh, he's had a tremendous curve that a lot of people don't know about. Like he he went from a very athletic and raw and technically dysfunctional goalie who had a ton of talent to um, more hybrid, poised, controlled, sealed goalie. And that's hard to do in two years, and he's done it. So uh, I'm very impressed with his development overall, but I am totally with you at this event. He was he was all over the map. You know, sometimes he looked like the goalie I had ranked number one uh, on my list, and other times I was a bit worried, for sure. Yeah, you know, it, you mentioned earlier, it's like uh, it's times for me to get to evaluate this. Honestly, it's, it's stressful anything because I get to find out how wrong I am. That's it's never fun as a scout. It's it's part of the job for sure, but it's never it's never as fun as seeing that the the, the players work it out for you. So definitely up and down. But uh, you know, Guyane, Rabble, you see why they're drafted so high. Right? You, you see, yeah. it, it, they're just there's they have special qualities to them that certainly make them look like NHL starters in the future. Yeah, and you know he's going to take this, and the crazy thing is he can come back next year. He's 18. You know, sometimes we sort of forgot about that. Like he's an 18 year old, so. I'm looking forward to seeing him come and play in Ottawa for next year's world juniors for the checks. And he's going to give him a chance to win again. And it's good on him from that standpoint uh, to be able to go through this and just get, you know, smacked around a little bit. He had some challenges and I wanted to see how he reacted to that and he could have folded and he found a way for his team to get through the quarters into the semis into a bronze medal game and then win a bronze medal. He just found a way to get the win. In the end of the day, that's what matters, is finding a way you're, to help your team win when you're not playing your best. Because there were some sleeky, stinky goals that happened on his watch. But like I give him credit. You know, end of the day, it's about winning. Uh, thoughts about uh, Matthias Rousseau for Canada, because coming into the tournament in our preview show, Give Jason Buchel a lot of credit because I didn't know who was going to start. And you said, I'm not sure who's going to start. And he said, and Jason said, well, I think it's going to end up being this Rousseau kid out of Halifax. He's played exceptionally well for them this year. And he has, he's a 934 save percentage, you know, but he's not a big kid. He's 5'11". You know, he might be 175, 180 pounds soaking wet, but I thought he played well enough for them to win games. Like, I don't think he was the problem. I mean, I don't think he was like outstanding and stole games, but he, I think he played enough for well enough for Canada to win games. 
mean, a 9-12 save percentage and two goals against average. So in the five games he played, so that should be enough for you to get you into a medal round. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll start off by correcting you. I, I had it wrong. I thought Scott Radislav was going to have to start in order for Canada to have success, and I, I had not seen him. I don't dry, I don't uh, scout the queue unless I'm brought in uh, on our staff, and so I, I had did not know this player. I knew Sam was saying Hilaire because I was tipped off with the potential draft, but Russo was that was not the case. So I, I went in blind, and and to Jason's credit, came on the show and said, "Hey, he was the best in camp. I think they're going to go with him." And Jason was right, uh, and I was wrong. They didn't. They didn't need uh, Ratzlaff to win. The, the thing that reminded me, uh, he reminded me so much of Dustin Tukarski when Tukarski yeah. was at the U20s. He, he had that high energy. He was that, he wasn't a calming presence like you would normally expect or want a goalie to be. Instead, he was, he almost had the Gavin Brindley effect. He brought energy to Canada. Yeah. He, he, he made some huge, important saves and then just, just gave Canada enough enough gas, to enough confidence to try to get to get over the, the, the hump there when they were down and out. I mean, the body language of Team Canada, let's just say it as it was, it was not very good. And I felt Russo uh, did a good job of trying to stabilize that effect. Yeah. Uh, and you can't ask for more than that from, from a goalie who's never been in this position. This is a huge pressure cooker situation for him. He's on Team Canada. It doesn't matter if this is... He's inexperienced. Yeah. Doesn't matter if, if someone like me doesn't even know who he is. This is a huge pressure cooker. And he he not only uh wanted to be there, he was fighting every every anytime he needed to put up a fight, he did. And you can't ask for more. He I thought I thought he was fantastic. I, I thought he was a very impressive turn. He did his job. He did his job, right? I think he played well enough for the team to win. And they just couldn't generate generate enough goals from that standpoint. Um, is there any other goaltender that we haven't I mean, clearly we didn't talk about um, Halavid in Sweden or the American goaltenders because mm. they were both great. And for and that's good. the other thing, you got to give Halavid a lot of credit for that because he was a smaller goal, goaltender and he stood on his head and the Americans at the end just sort of like overpowered the Swedes and, and got through to the gold medal. But man, he, he played great. He played great through the tournament. I was really impressed from from my standpoint. And I'm not, I wasn't shocked by, you know, whether it had been Fowler or Augustine, whoever happened to end up taking the starting role. They're like two of the top best goaltenders in the entire tournament. So it didn't matter. I, from my standpoint, I don't think it mattered much at all. So uh, Brad and I are going to take a short break on hockey prospect radio. One more segment left in, in our prospect review of the world junior. So stay tuned. Every play, every stat, every breakdown, on their own, they're essential, but all together, they're undeniable. Introducing Huddle Instat, a new advanced data platform that integrates with sports code and every Huddle product you rely on to create an all-in-one data powerhouse. Huddle Instat's advanced tagging and next-level stat reports help you develop your team, and its global film library helps you find the missing piece to get the most out of every second of film. Visit huddle.com backslash HPR to learn more. The Junior Prospect Hockey League is Western Canada's newest elite developmental stream for student-athletes looking to take their game and studies to the next level. The JPHL features professional coaches and skill development coaches, along with comprehensive practice, game, and academic schedule, allowing athletes to be successful in a more cost-effective model compared to similar hockey and school programs. To learn more and see why the JPHL is the ideal choice for your student-athlete and family, visit JuniorProspectsHockeyLeague.com. 
Fractal Hockey Consulting. Everything we do, we believe in challenging the status quo in hockey. We believe in thinking differently. We provide interdisciplinary solutions that are personally designed, simple to use, and user-friendly. Through an integrated series of best business practices, and we design solutions for both hockey operations and hockey business operations. Contact us at FractalHockey.com. 